Hey everybody, so before we jump into today's podcast, I just wanted to A, thank you guys, give you a little bit of a reminder. If you enjoy this content, however you're watching it, consuming it, please like, follow, subscribe, whatever you gotta do, comment on it if you can. Leave us a review, it really helps us out and it can help grow our platform and reach more people. And if you know someone that can benefit from this, please share it with them. If you have a question, if you wanna reach out to us, let us know. And then lastly, we have all of our amazing programs, courses, and coaching available in the resources below. So check that out, definitely take advantage of it. We have everything from free options all the way up to paid programs and everything in between to fit pretty much anyone's budget. And it's just a matter of how customized it's going to be based on the price point. So there's really something for everybody. Thank you guys. Let's get on into the episode. Yeah, fighters, what's going on, y'all? So we're talking about how to form habits in three steps, okay? And we could really dive into deeper, deeper steps and make it expand it out. But figure keep it a little bit simpler for you guys. Three steps, actionable steps that you can take that will make an impact, okay? The first one, and also you guys are going to notice we got a cool new background. I didn't want to not address. Check out the logo here, a little kind of uh, graphic of myself, another one over here, the belt. It's kind of cool, y'all. It's not even done yet. We're going to have whole more stuff um, added to it, which I'm really excited about, but just figured I'd highlight that really quick. Um, you're also going to notice I'm going to reference over here. I got notes written out for myself just to keep me on track here a little bit more. So first one we're gonna talk about is this one to 10 scale. I talk to my clients about all the time. And if you work with me, you know what I'm talking about. And if you haven't heard this yet, something we're gonna dive into at a certain point in our training together. And it's that doability scale of one to 10. So we're building a habit. You know, it can be really easy to wanna to get really lofty with what we're getting after, which is, I'm all for that. I love taking action. I love setting big goals. Like, you know, shoot for the moon, land amongst the stars kind of a deal. However. There's a balancing act to that. If we're constantly going for, and if we break it down on the scale of one to 10, you know, one's impossible, 10's do it with your eyes closed. If you're constantly shooting for things on the one, two or three end of the scale where it's like almost impossible, never gonna happen. Like for example, me sprouting wings right now and flying away, it's not happening, right? Or, you know, um, just to take a very transparent shot into our business where we're currently at, going from, you know, the let's say 100K mark, going to literally tomorrow, jumping to the million dollar mark. Not gonna happen, at least not because I don't have a product or a certain thing that we're, we're prepping for. Actually, that will be eventually the game plan of when you have certain product releases and, and service offers and different things, it gets that big jump. But that's another point. The idea here is when we're talking about habits and we're talking about things we wanna do repetitively and that are gonna be for the long term, we wanna have it on the eight, nine or 10 end of the scale. And again, for this doability scale, um, you know, it's again, when you lay it out, one's impossible, never gonna happen really. 10 is no problem to do with my eyes closed. Eight, nine, or a 10 is something you can pretty easily do. So you feel confident about it. And there's an idea behind this. And there's even some science that'll back it. And the idea here is basically, if you're gonna continuously put yourself in a position where you're gonna succeed, feels good. And it's something that you can build momentum on and something that you can continuously look forward to instead of being frustrated or disappointed at, or, <coughs> excuse me. And this is even I've talked about in prior podcasts of, you know, being nice to yourself and how you talk to yourself. And if you constantly set yourself up for failure, no matter how nice you are to yourself, it's kind of hard to keep that internal monologue positive. So set yourself up for success while also positively talking to yourself by letting yourself have success or at least giving yourself that really high percentage chance. So that's the first tip and being able to have that doability scale favor eight, nine or a 10. Okay. The second tip is our smart goal setup and the basis off of that. 
So what do I mean by that? Most of you have probably heard me talk about smart goals in past episodes or that work with me or just have heard it in general, but I'm going to break it down again. SMART is an acronym that's going to stand for, and it's also, I think, just SMART goals is, I think, a fun way to think of a goal, like set it up where it's actually an intelligent thing for you to do. But uh, SMART breaks down to specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-sensitive. So let's break down each one of those. So specific. It's got to be a very dialed in goal, for example, especially on the short term and then even on the bigger term. Short term, this week, I want to get uh, five one hour resistance training sessions in. I'm just making that up, actually, but let's just say that's the case. Okay. So not only we talked about specific, it's specific with the what the goal is versus I want to work out this week. I mean, that's a goal, that's a habit for sure, but what kind of workout is it weight training resistance training is it body weight is it jiu-jitsu is it muay thai and i'm just speaking from my own like is it aerobic with running is it bicycling whatever so you can kind of see what i'm talking about with the specificity behind it right so that's the first one set yourself up for success be specific second part measurable again we add a number in there it's something you can measure so i know if i hit five workouts that are an hour long i can measure that if I hit four workouts that are half hour long, I didn't. Not to say that's bad, but we at least have an indicator of where we're at and what we're looking to do. So that's a big part, I think, of, again, setting ourselves up for success to make it a successful habit too, not just a goal. Because if you want to routinely do this week in and week out, let's say from now on, you know, even for, I'll give you guys another example. A habit for myself is getting in at least two, really two, I, I want to say three, um, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu classes in every week. Two one-hour Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu classes in at Rogue Combat Club. It's even a more specific, dialed-in smart goal. That's measurable. I can check that, hey, I went, got an hour in, it was twice a week, cool. Now attainable. Here's the next piece of the smart goal. A for attainable, right? It's gotta be, again, going back to the doability scale. Huh? See how it ties in here? Being able to have something that you can actually do. Again, otherwise you're setting yourself up for failure. Why are we doing that? Like, again, I'm not gonna try and make a million dollars overnight and waste my energy on, on things that aren't realistic for it to happen because then that's not actually being productive. That's just distracting yourself in another direction that's wasting time. You could be spinning your wheels 100 miles an hour if you're stuck in the mud, you're not going anywhere. And that's like, shout out to all my uh, New Yorkers and Northerners now, like from being in the South a bit, I'm starting to get these analogies where you get stuck in the mud and shit. Um, Anyways, a little sidetrack. So we got the first three, specific, measurable, attainable. Now relevant, so relevant as far as to the goal, the habit, and what you wanna ultimately have it build towards. So for example, if I wanna have a habit of being able to exercise and go to Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, three times a week, it's got to be relevant to my bigger goal related to health and fitness or whatever the genre of goals I'm setting. If it's a financial goal, you know, maybe going to Brazilian Jiu Jitsu two to three times a week is great, but is it relevant to my financial side of things? I mean, actually for me, it kind of is indirectly because I get to sharpen my skills and hone myself and then be able to share that with you guys. And that helps me put out great content and ultimately get paid from that. But that's a different story altogether. However, it's got to be relevant to ultimately the bigger picture and what you're working towards and the habits you're looking to build on. If it's not relevant, doesn't make sense. For example, let's talk about fasting. If you're an athlete and you say, well, you know what, this week I'm going to do um, intermittent fasting. That's just what you're saying. First off, how are you going to measure that? How many times do you want to do it? Um, is that not only attainable, it's a different thing, but is it relevant to what you're trying to accomplish? If it's, you know, a, again, a fighter and you're trying to stay healthy in camp, that's not necessarily relevant per se, because it's actually be hindering you and a whole bunch of other things are going on there. That's just one example of the relevancy to how we set those goals and habits. Is it relevant to the big picture on what you're working with? Then we go to T 
it's time sensitive. So give yourself, hey, by the end of this week, by September 1st, by January 2021, or by 10 o'clock tonight, whatever the number is, but it's got to be specific. You have to have an edge. Otherwise, you can keep pushing it back and pushing it off. Or, you know, at least you can then check back and say, hey, you know what? Maybe I did fail, but at least I have an opportunity at a time and a checkpoint to say, well, what happened? I can review from there and then make adjustments moving forward. So again, whole thing, recapping that specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, time sensitive. Okay. And again, that's the second tip and second piece to habit building. Okay. So I'll recap that and then we'll go into number three, which is the sustainability of it. One is that one to 10 scale and that ties in with a smart goal of attainability. And again, setting yourselves up for success. So psychologically, it feels good. You build momentum behind it. And honestly, I say start simpler. And this works like clients that work with me. You guys know this. I say start almost simply. And sometimes, you know, I can tell you guys get a little, um, impatient, right? So you're like, well, I want to get after it. And not even people that I work with, just in general out there, it's tempting to want. And that's what happens with New Year's resolutions a lot of the times. You set up this lofty goal, not really attainable. It's not on a eight, nine or 10 on that doability scale. And ultimately you're going to fail. All right. And then there's other things that come up and maybe you didn't set yourself up for success. You have the accountability or the support you need, whatever have you. So that's the first one. Second one, have it be a smart goal basis. So every week when you're working these habits, um, let's say you want to quit smoking, for example, you can't even just say quit smoking. That's why I think a lot of times it's, it's a failure because people, Hey, there's an addictive nature, obviously with nicotine and all these other dynamic social cues and blah, blah, blah. But, and again, this is not medical advice here, but with even quitting smoking from the habit standpoint, if you're not saying, all right, I want to, let's say you're smoking a pack a day. I don't even know how many are in a pack, but let's just say it's 10 just for an arbitrary number. Um, there's 10 cigarettes in a pack. If you just say, all right, well, I just want to stop smoking. That's the goal. All right. Well, when do you want to stop smoking by? How are you going to do that? What's the plan? How are you going to measure it? Is that doable on that doability scale? And then how can you measure it with that smart goal? So instead, let's say, okay, first week, week number one, I want to go from smoking 10 cigarettes a day to seven cigarettes a day or five or whatever the number is. Or I only want to smoke once a day and in two weeks. So 14 days from now, I want to be able to go three days without smoking a cigarette and then I'll have one or some variation of that. That's how you put it all together. And then when we go back to the final tip, tip number three, the sustainability of it, these first two are things that are going to help you set up for that sustainability. Meaning if you just say, all right, I'm never going to cold Turkey. And some people can do that. That's great. But if you just really look at what the sustainability is, you go cold Turkey. I would say 90%, I'm making up this number, but I would say a very high percentage. Okay. And this is where like I, I would do research, but I want you guys just to understand that. Um, and if you guys want numbers, let me know. You can comment either on the podcast or on a social media post when you see this or whatever have you, or email me and I'll, I'll get research for it. If you guys really want to get into that, I'm, I'm, I'm always happy to do research. Um, especially for those that are interested but if you just go cold turkey the chances are of you doing it again at a certain point because you didn't create the habits to actually deal with the routine of defaulting to smoking cigarettes you're not going to be successful all right for example if you go out to a social event and you didn't set yourself up with a habit yet on how you're going to address being around other people and other smokers you're the temptation to get back to that it's going to be pretty high there's also this other psychological dynamic where you'd be like, well, I'm just no longer a smoker anymore and how you think of yourself in your mind. That definitely works. But again, creating those habits and creating that routine is a big component. Too. So that's, again, all three. And I'll recap those again one more time just because I want to make sure I'm being clear here. Sometimes I talk fast, y'all. I know. So I want to make sure it's all coming together. So again, we have that doability scale, one through 10. Make sure you're on an eight, nine, or a 10. Number two, we have a smart goal that we're routinely using that fits with the bigger picture. So it's specific, it's measurable, 
attainable. It's going to be relevant ultimately to that big picture and time sensitive. So we know when we have to get it done by and we can recap from there. And then third, it's sustainable overall. So that means you can repeat it over time. For example, you can even have a smart goal that may even be um, doable from the, you know, one through 10. I'll give you guys a perfect example. Right now, I'm taking some paternity leave to spend time with Tessa and the girls and help around the house for all August. Um, so right now, my schedule is different than what it's going to look like in October or November, for example. So if I base what my habit's going to be now for, I don't know, whatever it's going to be like, let's say two o'clock, I, I work out or just something along those lines. So at two o'clock every day, I'm going to spend one hour doing Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu three times a week. I just said every day, but let's say three times a week to give it a more specific number. Okay, that's doable now, but what's the sustainability of that? Three months from now, that's probably not going to be sustainable. Now, there is the argument you could say, well, Mike, if you create that habit, you'll make time for it later on, possibly. But I know, I'll be honest with you guys, I know my schedule. I know what's going to happen come September and October. I'm going to refill that schedule in that mid-afternoon time. And truthfully, that again, what's sustainable now, I know a lot later, it's not, I'm not even going to want to do that time. Um, and it's not beneficial for me. So knowing what's sustainable based on not only where you're currently at, but even fast forwarding a little bit. Now that doesn't mean it's an opportunity to make an excuse. A lot of times I think people take that as an opportunity to make an excuse. So be brutally honest with yourself here too, and call yourself on your shit. And I'll be honest guys. I know it's hard. So that's why, you know, we have all the services that we have and the courses that we're putting out and we have now, um, all the different like coaching programs, accountability, and things that we offer is to help set you up for success, even the groups that we have, if you are not comfortable doing that. And if you are, props to you, and we're here to support you with whatever you need. But if you need even more support, reach out to us, whether you're a client or not. You know, clients, we can always upgrade you, or myself and the other coaches that we have that you're working with can get more in tune, depending on what your package and what you're working with is. Or if you're someone that hasn't worked with us yet, that's what we're here for. That's what myself and my team, we do all day, every day. This is what I get to do and I love doing it. So I want to be able to share that with you guys. So I hope that's a helpful kind of snippet of information. You guys find value in this and you guys can tell I love talking. So I'm looking forward to being able to tell you guys, not tell you, but talk with you guys some more a little bit on the next topic. Again, let us know if you want to hear something else. You know, you have a request, put it in comments. If you're watching this on, on YouTube or if it's on the uh, podcast, you know, um, you can click on one of the links below and it'll bring it over to the social media page. You can send me a message or you can just email lifeofafighter at gmail.com. Myself or someone on the team will get back to you. Um, or if you have my number, reach out to me, like text me, you know, all my private clients and, and everyone that works with me, you guys have my number um, or one of your coaches numbers, reach out to us, let us know. And if not, Again, you have the email, you have all those public platforms. All right, check you guys later. Peace, y'all. So I just wanted to say thank you guys again for watching, listening, consuming that episode. If you guys enjoyed it and you haven't already, please like, uh, please comment. If you haven't reviewed, please leave a review. If you haven't followed or subscribed, please do that as well. Again, it tremendously helps us out. And then just a quick reminder, if you guys want more resources, we have them below. We have our programs, everything from free all the way up to paid and kind of everything in between dial in with the customization and we have more information on different programs and resources in our newsletter. So if you haven't signed up for that, do so below. It's free and that is it y'all. See you on the next one.